Be honest. You know deep down you're here for more. You feel the calling. There's something you're here to do. But as soon as you start working on yourself, life interrupts and you're zapped back to reality. You feel like you're stuck in the messy middle, the space between being a mom and this deeply profound spiritual being. But what if I told you you don't have to choose one side or the other, that you can exist in both? Hi, I'm Kate. I'm a neurospicy, conscious mama, human design projector, and shaman here to guide you into raising the vibration of the collective one small practice at a time. I invite you to let me guide you on this journey of growth, healing, and expansion. I'll equip you with the tools and the resources to be your own healer, to strengthen your discernment and give you the actual tangible embodiment pieces that you can apply in your day-to-day life, in the little moments between making dinner, picking up your kids, or whatever it is for you, because your spiritual growth doesn't have to be another thing on your to-do list. Pop your earbuds in, and let's pretend each episode is our weekly commitment to join each other on my virtual couch for deep conversations about things like how the patriarchy serves no one, embracing your feminine energy in an actual, tangible way, and what it's like to actually break generational trauma so you can know yourself deeply, shed your old self, and move into this new paradigm. Don't let your spiritual growth sit in a box collecting dust in the attic of your mind. Let's navigate it together in the space between. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Space Between podcast. I am so excited that you are here, and I'm so excited to have this podcast out in the world. I cannot wait to share more with you, to guide you, to support you on this journey. If you haven't already, please go check out the trailer that I've dropped for you that shares just a little taste about my journey and about what you can expect here on The Space Between. Now on this episode, I'm going to share my journey, how I got here, the somewhat Coles Notes version. I'll go into greater detail in episodes to come. I laughed listening back to this because it was very much an intro episode. I was just getting my feet wet when I recorded this about a month ago. Please be graceful with me. (laughs) As I tried my best to... (laughs) really create something for you that was somewhat succinct after what seems like a lot has happened in this lifetime as a 6'2 splenic projector for my human design girlies out there. um, I've learned a lot of lessons up until this point and now is the integration time. So it's fitting that we are here for me to share some of this with you. So without any further ado, here is my journey, my spiritual awakening. I hope that it offers some sort of validation to your experience, some ways of not feeling alone in what you've experienced. I hope that there's some aha moments and light bulb moments. And if there is, please, please find me on Instagram, send me a message, um, or you can send a message below on SpeakPipe. So here we go. As a child, I was always very aware. I saw spirits, I felt energies. I can still recall those interactions like it was yesterday. But that was just something I put in a box, right? We don't talk about that. We don't go there. We don't explore that. That's scary. Let's just push that down, right? I then entered the field of nursing because that's what my family has done, is become nurses. You know, obviously didn't think for myself in any way, shape, or form at that time. Went into nursing, burnt out already, not having dealt with any sort of trauma, experienced quite a bit of health issues from about the age 20 on, you know, didn't choose the best relationships, the healthiest relationships, all of the things that your typical ADHD or would do to cope. And also a child who had been born into a family with an alcoholic dad. It hasn't been an easy journey, but it's been, it's been interesting. 
So I guess I'll paint the picture for you where things really started to shift for me. So I'm a mom of two living far away from my family, living with in the town where my partner at the time, all his family and friends were. We were in the midst of starting up our farming operation. I was very unhealthy. I had hit the highest weight that I'd ever hit in my life. And I had this moment of like, WTF, right? I'm like, this ain't it. And actually, I'm going to share this moment with you because it was this moment that really changed everything for me. And this is hard. This is hard to share this moment, especially as an intro episode. I wasn't aware. I was asleep at the wheel. I didn't know what trauma meant. I didn't know what awareness. I didn't know, like, I had no awareness. I'd been struggling with health issues on and off. I was overweight, unhealthy, unhappy, unfulfilled, right? Like, yes, size matter. doesn't matter. Health, being healthy, like, that's all nuance. But at the end of the day... I was unfulfilled and I was unhappy and I was unhealthy. And I remember sitting there, I think that my my littlest one at the time would have been like mm, two or three months old. And my oldest daughter, she played well on her own. I remember sitting there and I was tired and I like hadn't really got up or done anything. And there was a show, a series I was watching on Netflix. And my daughter was asking me questions and I remember saying like, I just want to watch my show. And I like had an out of body experience and I was like, what are you doing? Like you have this sweet little baby and this sweet little girl, but I had never known anything else. Like I, I hadn't, you know, my, my siblings were older than me. I had never seen what it was like to raise a family. I didn't know what it, what it should look like or what it would look like. And I just, it was that moment where I was like, it's almost like I stepped away from myself and like shook my own shoulders and I remember being like never again never again and I don't even know how I started changing things at that point but I remember saying that I I, like I knew I was never going back to that I knew that I had to make a change and it was at that time where I started on my fitness journey and just from a place of self-loathing to be completely honest. And I made a lot of physical changes. I was running marathons and all these things. And um, I look, it's funny because I looked back at a picture of myself from that time and she was just so dead inside. Like I look at those eyes and there's no life there. Um, I don't even recognize myself in it at at any point there. She, she is gone. (laughs) And so that was the, that was the beginning of my, I would say personal growth journey. And then I started getting into like podcasts and I started listening to Tony Robbins, started listening to, you know, you know, all those things. Right. And I was like, this is amazing. Like people who are just like have a growth mindset, right. Who are committed to changing their lives. (laughs) And I laugh, I laugh now because at the time it was like, how can I escape who I don't like the version of myself that I hate? right? How can I personal develop development? (laughs) That is, I don't even know that makes sense. But how can I personal growth my way away from myself? How can I focus so much on the person that I want to become that I don't look in that box of looking at all the messy parts? 
and the less than perfect? How can I just keep moving forward? How can I just become this other version of myself? And I continued on that train for a while until the universe had other plans for me. I'm going to fast forward to the fall of 2019. So this is about four years later. I've started a online business at this point um, and, you know, really just focused on the hustle mindset of personal growth and development. So I had my son in the fall of 2019 and, you know, I was, I was aware, I wouldn't say I was awake, like this was pre-spiritual awakening. And I think he was about a month old when I read the book Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein. And I remember listening to that book. Yes, listening. I had three kids on audio. There was no, there was no chance of me sitting and reading a book. That, was, that wasn't going to happen. I remember listening to the book. And she, was, and she even said in the book, she's like, I pushed the limits with this book. And it's the first one of hers I had ever read. I think it's maybe her third or fourth book that she had written. And she's talking about like calling on her guides and like communicating with her spirit guides and communicating with angels and all of these things. And I remember listening to this being like, oh my gosh, like she's talking about these things, things that I know deep in my bones and have experienced myself. There is someone out there who has a platform, who's, who's running a business talking about these things. And I was like, oh my gosh, this this is real. I'm, I'm, I'm not crazy. It's not all in my head. Somebody else is experiencing these phenomenons, for lack of a better word, or these miracles or these interactions or these whatever you want to call it. And not only that, she has a following of people who are also experiencing the same thing, who are also talking about the same thing. And I just remember feeling this like deep sense of like, like hope, and belonging and just like that unbecoming of like everything I've always known to be true is true. Everything I've always known deep in my bones about who I am and what I'm capable of experiencing is real. It was like so validating. So so just to give you like set the stage a little bit more, um, when I had my third son, like like I said, I was, I was aware. I wasn't, I wouldn't say that I was awake, but I was very much had, had done the growth around like stepping into more receptivity and just like, yes, I want to ask, like, I'll ask for help and I'll ask for what I need. And like, I'm open to receiving what it is that I, that I need. And I mean, I say that at the time that I was open, but I guess I had other lessons to learn. I, I didn't have the support that I needed. I didn't have the emotional support. I didn't have the logistical support that I needed, that I required. Now knowing what I know, you know, having ADHD and all of these things, like I needed way more support in place than I had. And I remember sitting there one night on the couch and I had my youngest, I think I was trying to breastfeed him and he was fussy and upset. And my middle one who had been four at the time was running around all over the place and my oldest, who would have been seven at the time, was crying, just feeling all the feelings. And I remember sitting there with my partner at the time and just being like, this is, this is chaos. Like, this is so much. And I'm like, I can't do this. Like, how am I going to do this? Right? I mean, like, I was a mom of three for like the last, you know, month. 
And I was like, this isn't it. And I'm like, I need help. And I just said it out loud. I said those words. I was like, I need help. I need support. And I was like, angels, guides, ancestors, anyone, I, I need help here. And I started rattling off, I think, every single angel that she talks about in Super Attractor. <laughs> and I was just like, I need help here. And I remember sitting there and it was just like this hush. Like even just right now, I can just, just this hush fell over the room. And, and I took a deep breath and my son, my baby that I was trying to feed just calmed down and, and my middle one just stopped running around and my oldest just like, oh, like she just took a breath. And I was like, I looked over at my partner. I was like, do you feel that? He's like, yeah, I feel that. I'm like, what is this? Like, what? And I just remember sitting there in that moment in awe. And I was like, what else is available to me with this? Like, I mean, as someone who has ADHD, who at the time didn't know it and grew up that way, right? All of the rejection sensitivity and the wounding that happens from that. Um, you know, the genetic factor of ADHD being within a family unit and just all of those navigating those nuances as a, as a child and not feeling supported, right? Like how much I would have needed body doubling as, as a kid and like all those things, right? Anyone who has ADHD can relate to this. And I just found myself in that moment feeling more supported than I've ever felt in my life, let alone in the middle of chaos. And I was like, What? Like, what? So that was really a monumental moment for me. And it's interesting, the series of events, interesting, not interesting, now that I know more about, you know, how things tend to go. I was plunged into a really deep, dark depression after that. You know, dark night of the soul, potentially. Navigating ADHD as a mom of three, constantly overstimulated, sleep-deprived, you know, postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, having my third eye open, a combination of all of the above, you know. So yeah, I was, it was a really dark time for me then shortly after that. I was very depressed, very anxious. My self-worth was next to nothing. Um, I actually have some videos that I recorded of myself at that time. And it's just, it breaks my heart because I just, it, it was a really low time in my life. And this is a little bit tangential. But either way, I want to share this for anyone who might be listening now, today, tomorrow, five years from now, 10 years from now, whatever it may be. I want to share that at that time in my darkest moment, and I would say my darkest hour navigating all of these things. There's so many opinions about the use of medications. And it was in that moment that I found myself at a crossroads where I did need to make the decision to take medication and I was very, very resistant to the idea. I just, you know, with my health journey that I navigated and someone who relied so heavily on pills for a very long time of my life, I had the pendulum had swung, swung in the opposite direction. And I found myself very resistant to the idea of, of taking medication. And it was at the time when I was talking to a mental health professional who said, Kate, it's it's the ladder for you to climb out of this hole you're in and it doesn't have to be forever. And I'm so, so grateful for that individual at the time. And um, so anyone who maybe needs to hear that it's, it's never black and white. 
it's nuanced. It's both and. Okay, you can take a little bit from any area that you need to be able to navigate this very human experience and it doesn't mean anything. And so that's just a little tangent that is always on my heart because I don't know where I would have been if I hadn't decided to take medication at that time to be able to get out of that current season of my life. So I'm going to fast forward you um, about a few months down the road. COVID happened, the world shut down, and I was plunged into the initiation of a lifetime. I had just been at a retreat where I opened up my heart and shared about some of the deepest, darkest things in my life, things I held a lot of shame and guilt and judgment for myself around. And then the world shut down, and I was left to evaluate all of these things. I also grew my business at the time, you know, double my, doubled my income and um, found myself on the other side of burnout. So it was in that it was within that burnout that I started to try to figure out, you know, how to, how to navigate this. I mean, when you when I zoom out and I look at everything I navigated, everything we all navigated during that time, it's very obvious. But either way, the road led me to looking for answers as to how to keep going. And the road led me down the rabbit hole of human design. And it was at that time that I found out that I am a 6'2 splenic projector and what that meant. And I remember having a moment being like, everything makes sense. This all makes sense. I understand who I am, what I'm here to do, the sting of rejection, the sting of giving advice and it not being received well, but just always feeling different. And it was such a validating healing moment. So for my human design girlies, I would love to hear from you. Please, please share with me either, you know, send on, on Instagram or uh, through SpeakPipe. You can tell me your human design story, what your human design is. I'd, I'd love to hear it. I think it's such a beautiful, beautiful framework. I use it with my clients all the time to just, you know, so birds of a feather flock together. And so if you're in my world, you either have ADHD or you're, questioning it. I like to use, I like to say ADHD curious or neurodivergent curious. Um, it just, as someone who had such a hard time navigating this realm, it gave me a framework to be able to look at things and be like, ah, I can understand this, that in astrology, it just, it just made sense to me. So, so I started down, down that rabbit hole. Um, I was in the midst of growing my online business. I wanted to actually have a women's support center and then COVID happened. And then I, I don't, you know, the capital and the startup for that was just not anywhere near possible. And so I was navigating having an online business supporting women. Um, and it was messy. It was really, really messy. I found myself in the midst of working with a business coach. And it was through her that I happened upon my mentor at the time. And I share about this on another episode, but I'm going to share it with you too, because um, it was the beginning of me listening to my very strong intuitive senses that led me down the rabbit hole of where I am today. I had watched a training on intuition and then I was sitting one night and there was just this really strong download. It was like, you need to work with, and it's my mentor, Paige Kane. And I was like, who's Paige, who's Paige Kane? They're like the intuition person. I was like, okay. So I literally went on Instagram, looked her up, sent her a message. I was like, I don't know what this is about, but I'm getting a very strong message. I need to work with you. And we talked back and forth for like a few days. And then I ended up signing on to work with her for a year. 
I mean, I had no idea what I was getting into. She was a shaman. She was, you know, life coach, did some business coaching and stuff there too. And it was just a really wild time in my life. I was like, you know what? I went, <laughs> I went from not trusting anything to like just blindly trusting intuitive information, right? And so, I mean, a key part of that is having discernment around intuitive information. But at the time, I didn't know how to navigate that. So I ended up working with my shaman, with, with Paige, with, a sh- with her um, as a shaman for a year. And it was really interesting, the things that came up. So I'm going to share a little bit more about this in another episode. But it was at the time where she's like, have you ever considered becoming a shaman? I was like, I don't even know like what a shaman is. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't even know what it is that you do, but I just know that it works. <laughs> And, you know, we had talked about my experience as a nurse, you know, she's like, what's the, what's your favorite parts of being a nurse? I was like, I really, really love maternity and I really love palliative care, like end of life care. And she's like, that, that tracks for being a shaman and also like really getting to the root of things. Like I could always just see um, the bigger picture when it came to people that were sick. I was like, well, of course that this is what's going on because of this is what's going on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because you haven't dealt with this and you haven't dealt with that. And like, it's presenting, you know, it's this trauma you've been dealt with that it's manifesting itself in these health ways because that's what I had experienced, right? And so I was I was already looking at the world and looking at problems that way. I was always going upstream already. So, but it was just really, it's really funny at the time because I just, I had no idea that this is where the journey was going to lead me. And and now here we are. I'm, I'm, I'm a shaman who really... Yeah, I'm really excited to be here to empower women on their journeys of personal growth and development. I'm really excited to equip moms specifically with tools to be able to navigate motherhood and also navigate their healing journey. A lot of us are in the messy middle of parenting our parents, parenting ourselves and parenting our children. And it's a lot and it's exhausting. And we're on these awakening journeys and there's we're shifting out of the old paradigm of doing things and into the new paradigm and the new way of doing things and this unique leadership that we're being called into to go first in the way of, you know, stepping into the more feminine realm of parenting and, and leadership and just guiding and the, and the way the world is going, right? Like it's very, we're very much starting to step out of that old way of doing things. And I just think that we have this unique opportunity to be able to help bring in this new age of holding space for individuals and doing the work and regulating our nervous system and increasing our emotional intelligence and having these very aware and empathic neurodivergent children. Um, it's just building the world in a whole new way. And we're in the we're in the midst of that. We're ushering in this new age while also doing our own growth and our own learning and our own journeying while simultaneously trying to exist in the world of what's for supper and the 800 million other balls that we're juggling. And so it got to a point for me anyways, where this was no longer optional of the work that I was doing. And I find a lot of people that I work with, it it also is, it's a calling. It's not, it's something that they're almost, I don't want to say forced because that's a little bit dramatic, But there's just, this is the way that they need to go and they're trying to navigate it and they've done the work, they're aware, they're awake, but there's this integration piece that hasn't happened. There's this like karmic loop or karmic cycle that they can't seem to get off of and and things aren't changing for them. 
this is where I want to come in and really support women navigating this part of their journey and to be able to have sacred space and hold sacred space for them to be able to feel empowered around their journey and not disempowered. They're, you know, not being a victim to their circumstances, but really knowing they're on this path of ascension. So, so that's the very not Coles Notes version of my story that I wanted to share with you. I'm going to dive into a little bit more of these pieces specifically, but either way, this is where we're going to start. I'm really excited to be here to chat with you to share with you i hope that the pieces of the story maybe spoke to you please please reach out and let me know if there was any specific pieces that you enjoyed or that resonated with you and i'm really really excited to be sharing this with you now to be having these conversations and we'll be having these weekly so thank you for joining me on the space between <laughs> 